Hey friends, welcome back to the Love and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Faleta, and I'm so glad you're tuning into these candid conversations about love, sex, dating, singleness, and marriage. For those of you who don't know me or are tuning in for the first time, I'm a licensed professional counselor and author specializing in relationship issues. I also run the relationship advice blog, truelovedates.com, reaching millions of people with the message that healthy people make healthy relationships. If you've tuned into the podcast before, you know it's a hotline style show, meaning people call in or write in with their relationship questions, and I answer them on this show in short, practical, bite-sized answers. If you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, send it via email or voice memo to deborah at truelovedates.com or check out my podcast page, truelovedates.com slash love and relationships, and I'll do my best to get it answered on one of the episodes. So let's get started. Hey, Deborah, it's Mike from Virginia. And my question for you is about the four seasons of a relationship. I'm excited about your new book and learning more about each season. But my question is, how can a person know what season their relationship is in? Thanks so much. Welcome back, friends. Today we are talking about the season of winter, the last season of the four seasons of a relationship. In the past few weeks, we have been talking about all the different seasons, starting with spring and summer and fall, and the different roles and ingredients each season brings to a relationship. And every single season comes with aspects that you've got to learn to navigate through, aspects that will make or break your relationship. So what is the season of winter? Winter is the time of settling down. It's the time for preparing for the cold, long days ahead. We're in the thick of winter right now here in Pennsylvania, you guys. Things get dark very quickly, and it just seems very difficult to get motivated. Everything's cold. It's hard to go outside. You got to bundle up. And granted, I do love the snow, but winter is a difficult season for a lot of people. I mean, think about it. You've probably heard of seasonal affective disorder. A lot of people really do struggle through this season of winter. But winter is a really necessary time. It's a time to quiet down and settle in. It's a time to reflect on what's coming up ahead. Um, There's a deep comfort that comes in this season of winter. But there's also a danger in this season of winter. And if we're not careful, we can get so comfortable in the predictability of this season that we lose our motivation and our intentionality. In the season of winter, you can find yourself vulnerable to something that I call the frost of apathy. In the season of winter in relationships, things begin to cool down. You know, the the strong emotions of spring start to cool off and things start to settle and you find yourself dealing with the monotony, the mundane of relationships. You know, in the beginning of a relationship, I think sometimes we think and believe that it's just going to be exciting all the time. You know, you, you imagine yourself going on all these fun dates all the time. These emotions are high and steady all the time. There's a there's an exhilaration and a thrill early on in relationships, but the season of winter things start to settle. And I think it can be kind of a shock for a lot of people because they didn't expect it. 
But just because things start to settle doesn't mean that love has disappeared. In fact, sometimes it's in this hibernation mode that things are strengthened underneath the surface. We just don't always realize it. And like all of the seasons, the season of winter is not meant to be stayed in. It's meant to be passed through. Seasons come and seasons go. And we've got to be deliberate about taking the right steps in this season of winter, or we are going to find ourselves in a relationship where we are feeling stuck and a relationship that feels like it's frozen over. In this chapter, in this section of, of Love in Every Season, the section of winter, I talk about a lot of different things. Um, one thing I, I talk through is what happens when you do feel like your relationship is frozen. What do you feel? What do you do when you feel like you are stuck in love? But then after that chapter, I talk about the importance of understanding that spring can come again. The thaw of winter can happen. And eventually the season of spring can come again. It's important to understand that some relationships, for those of you who are dating, you've got to understand when you need to take steps forward and what it means to move away from a relationship and move forward. I also give really important advice for those of you who are married and feeling stuck, whether you're in a decent relationship or whether you're in a toxic relationship. What does it mean to move forward in those cases? So I talk about that a lot in this section, but today I want to focus in on the frost, the frost of winter that I call the chill of apathy. You know, most of you wake up in the morning and and you see a little bit of frost, right? It's kind of annoying because it means that things are starting to cool. Winter is just around the corner, but you don't think of frost as devastating, but believe it or not for farmers whose entire livelihoods rise and fall with the weather, an untimely frost can be detrimental. I actually read a heartbreaking story about an Australian farmer who lost 80% of his crop because of an untimely and unexpected frost. And it just reminded me that frost has the power to kill as it quietly cools the ground, sending invisible shockwaves into everything it touches. There's a type of frost that happens in relationships as well, a cooling that can come quietly and unannounced like a thief in the night. It has the power to kill as it slowly seeps in, sending invisible shockwaves into your heart and into your relationship. It's called the frost of apathy. And relationships go through this season where they just feel like things have reached a level of monotony, a level of comfort, a level of, you know, getting used to the day in, day out. Um, but, But the problem with this season of winter is sometimes we can begin to lose our motivation and lose our intentionality. But one thing that I think is really important to understand in this season of winter is that romance can often take on new meaning. You know, every relationship goes through a season like this where the the emotions of spring and the passion of summer begin to cool off in the reality of day-to-day life. But despite what Hollywood would cause you to believe, 
the majority of life isn't actually romantic. You know, you're not getting flowers every day and and feeling the the thrill of emotions every day. I mean, most of the interactions you're going to have in marriage have very little to do with romance and sexual chemistry. When you're looking at the big picture, a small fraction of your life is dedicated to those things, but not the majority of your life. You know, romance in a relationship isn't just about making out, planning special dates, writing sweet notes, buying chocolates and roses, and and making fancy dates happen. It's also about things like making the bed and planning the weekly dinner menu and writing out the list of things to be done and making those annoying runs to Home Depot to get a light bulb. You know, passion isn't just in these grand gestures of affection. Passion comes when you load the dishwasher and you don't feel like it, or when you run a load of laundry to help the family, or when you get the oil changed in the cards, or when you remember to pay your bills. I mean, sometimes we think of chemistry as these grand emotions, but commitment, long-term commitment is actually about these actions, you know, these day-to-day actions that make or break your relationship. But if you're not careful, the comforts of winter can quietly morph into apathy. And that's what we've got to be careful about. I'm not talking about bringing back grand gestures into every day of your relationship. I'm not I'm not saying that there's no place for romance. There is. There's a special place for romance and date nights and all of those things. But I also want us to make sure that we are valuing the romance displayed in the day-to-day actions of love Um, and that we're being intentional to do things that encourage and help one another in the season of winter. You know, I think many couples start feeling that cooling off of emotion. So how do you deal with the frost when it comes? First of all, you've got to identify the root cause of the frost of apathy. Why why are we apathetic right now? You know, are we not making enough time for each other? Are we not prioritizing communication? Has physical touch been a regular part of this relationship? Are there any underlying issues or conflict that we've been ignoring? Is our life just plain old too busy and we don't even have the time to deal with things or make time for one another? Could there be something underlying in someone like depression or anxiety or a hormonal imbalance or some medical issue that's impacting our motivation and desire? We've got to identify the root cause of of the frost in order to be able to break free from it. Number two, you've got to discuss the issue. If you feel like you're in a relationship and things are starting to feel apathetic, it's important to bring it up to the surface. And I don't mean bring it up by pointing the finger at the other person. I mean, bringing it up by talking through it, asking yourself as a couple, what what are some things we love about this relationship? And what are some things we can work on to change this relationship and make it better? Are there any conflict issues that we haven't been able to resolve? I mean, maybe you feel you're feeling stuck because you are stuck and and you haven't been able to resolve a certain issue and and maybe the next step is counseling, you know? How can we integrate more time for conversation, for emotional connection, for physical touch? All of the other seasons, spring, summer, fall, help you navigate through the season of winter and 
If you handle those seasons well, you will be able to handle winter well. But if you've struggled through those seasons, you're also going to struggle through the season of winter. So this is an important time to take inventory of how you've navigated through those other seasons and what are some things you need to change. So number three is you need to come up with a plan of action. Once you've discussed these things, you've got to start talking through how you're going to change. What are you going to do to increase affection and physical touch in your relationship? How do you plan on making time for communication? You can't just want it. You actually have to come up with a plan of action. Do you need to make an appointment with a counselor or a medical doctor or somebody to help you get to the root issue? What are some ways that you can be more specific in setting boundaries around your life so that you can have time for one another? What are some ways you you can increase romance in the coming week? And what does romance even mean to, to each of you? What does it look like? to have romance and and what is the what does your spouse want in this season of your relationship your action plan is the only thing that can begin the process of melting the frost and maybe you say deborah i'm in a relationship where i want to deal with the apathy but my partner doesn't then you begin dealing with the apathy yourself. You start working on you. You start doing what you can change and watch how that begins to impact your relationship. What if you're dealing with frost and dating, you know? That's when I want you to to turn back into this to the season of spring and ask yourself, is the problem in the relationship or is the problem in me? Is there something in this relationship that's causing you to feel indifference and disconnection this early on? I mean, you're not even in marriage yet and you're starting to feel a disconnect from your partner. Maybe that means there is something internally wrong with the relationship and maybe it means there's something that you need to identify in spring or summer or fall that you haven't worked through. Or maybe there's an underlying issue in you, something that's unaddressed in your past, fear of commitment or trust issues that are holding you back. Dealing with frost in a dating relationship is a clear sign that there's something that needs to be addressed. I talk a little bit about my story in this chapter and how I struggled with the frost of apathy back in college when I was in a dating relationship. And how that frost helped me realize that this relationship wasn't for me. I'd held on for so long. I ignored things for so long. But the winter season helped me realize that this wasn't a right match for my life. And I'm so thankful that God gave me the strength and the courage to move forward. Because years later, I met John And my heart was open and ready to finally allow myself to connect with somebody that was actually a good match for me. But sometimes fear holds us back. Sometimes we feel the frost of apathy early on in a relationship or even all throughout. But instead of digging deep and asking ourselves why, we just keep going. We just kind of plow through, which is what I did for far too long. So there's a lot of things to learn in this season of winter. And I... Um, I'm grateful for this season. I'm grateful for the difficulties in this season. I'm grateful for the growth in this season. And I, and I want you guys to understand that even in the season of winter, 
There are things happening underneath the surface, um, things that are dying that need to be killed in a relationship, negative, harmful things, selfishness and sin and struggle that die out in the season of winter if we allow them to. And 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 winter is also the time of, of realizing that spring can come again for those of us who are struggling if we start to plant the right seeds spring can come again. This is the chance to begin cultivating the new things we want to see in the next cycle of the relationship. And going back to the season of spring and understanding that this is fertile soil, this is ground that we need to start breaking through and planting the seeds that we want to see in the future. The season of winter is an important season to understand and to work through. But just like all the other seasons, it's not a season that's meant to be stayed in. It's a season that's meant to be passed through. And I pray that God gives you the courage that you need, whether you're in a marriage or whether you're in a dating relationship, to understand what you need to do next and to make an action plan and then to have the courage to move toward the season of spring. Friends, thank you so much for being a part of the last few weeks as we have gone through the four seasons of every healthy relationship. You know, just as nature cycles through seasons, so do relationships. And these seasons have the ability to make or break your relationship. It's so important that you understand the ingredients that come with each one of these seasons so that you can navigate them to the best of your ability. And, and we just kind of covered that we kind of just skimmed the surface over the past few weeks here of these seasons, but love in every season is going to help you dive deeper into all of these seasons. At the end of each chapter, there's reflection questions for couples, as well as reflection questions for singles. This isn't just a book for couples. This is a book that you can apply to any relationship. So whether you are single or dating or married, you're going to have reflection questions at the end that are going to help you apply these concepts to your life. Ask yourself important questions and learn what it looks like to come up with an action plan to help you navigate through all of these seasons. So pick up a copy of Love in Every Season anywhere you get your books and begin the process of understanding and journeying through the four seasons of every healthy relationship. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. It was so fun to chat with you about love and relationships. No matter what your relationship status, if you're looking to go deeper with healthy relationships, I invite you to check out my books, True Love Dates, Choosing Marriage, or my brand new book, Love in Every Season. You can find out more information about those, as well as hundreds of articles and in-depth courses over at my blog, truelovedates.com. I love connecting with you. So please find me on Facebook or Instagram at True Love Dates and give me a shout out. If you have a love and relationship question on your mind, reach out to me at truelovedates.com slash love and relationships. 
If you're loving what you're hearing on this show, be sure to subscribe and leave us your five-star review because it makes all the difference in getting the word out. I'm Deborah Faleta, and it was so great being together again today, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Take care. Thank you.